Frontiers episode 5. Once again I'm joined by Neil. Hello. And Charles. Hello. And Vicky. Hello. And uh, today we're joined by Gemma and Steve who are in a local Warwick micropub, the old post office. Hi guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Good to have you with Good us. Um, so basically um, we're in the heart of Warwick. You know this this place has one camera heart of Warwickshire pub of the year. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Boom. Um, yeah, thank you. So, yeah, yeah well done on mm-hmm. that. Tell us a bit about your beer journey and were there other pubs before this one? What's what's the whole background to this little place? Because you've not been open that long in the big scheme of things, have you really? So right. how did it all start? Well, it was my dad started the pub. Mm-hmm. And um, When did it open? It was four, nearly four years ago now. Okay. Yeah. July 2014. Yeah. Never four years. Yeah. Okay. What so journey, what progression. Yeah, yeah. So um, so that all, that all kicked off then. Did you find that you were kind of like, was it busy straight away or did the word get around? It took a while to build up? To be up? fair, it took a long time for my dad to set it up. So like, there was a lot of word getting around and by the time it, it opened, there was opened. a lot of hype about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So there was a so good trade what was here before? Is it obvious to say it was actually a post office? It was, Once it was. Upon a time. It was a post office about 10, 10 years ago, yeah, so, okay. I think. And then since that, it's been some shops and things, but then it was, an em- it was empty for about two years before. Right, so how, I don't know, how much work needed to be done to get this from being a shop to this? Was a massive amount of work or...? Yeah, it was just like an empty shell. Right, right, right. So everything that's kind of fitted in now, Mm. bar and all that, all came in as part of that. Luckily, uh... Did you work as part of that? You actually helped out and did Uh, stuff to fittings? Yeah, it was me and my dad, sort of. Mm. My dad's a carpenter as well, so he did work, but I was assisting. More importantly, luckily Tom is an avid hoarder and has yeah. houses and garages full no. but that's what made it easier to decorate the place he had a lot of decorations already you know took gathering dust in his garages I think it's because my dad's had pub, well, my mum and dad have had pubs for 40 years in total oh right so okay. this is the question yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, where, where were you where were you yeah. where, where, where yeah. um, well I Your local mom, no, my mum and, yeah, and dad had a pub they had a pub in Luton um, Bletchley um, very, they ran various pubs, Daventry. and then they well, they had a wine bar in Daventry. Wine and bar. Then, yeah, that was at the height of the wine bar thing in yeah. the late eighties. So right, right, yeah. Um, but then <laughs> I was, yeah, they had the Grand Valance in Barford. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. where I was bought. Well, and brought that's, up. And yeah. that's crazy because I drank there so much. So, so yeah. So they obviously they got a background in the whole kind of. Uh, running places like this, that kind of thing. So, um, I mean, it is quite small. I don't know how many people you'd say you'd fit in it. I don't know. It's doesn't take much to make a bit of atmosphere, put it that yeah. way. Yeah. 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 A dozen yeah. people are like, oh, it's, oh, the pub's busy. And there is a great, I mean, testify that, the atmosphere on a Friday night yeah. is great, you know, because of that, the, sp- the size and the space, it's, it's ideal. You see it steamed up down at the front windows and you see all the tables <clears> at the front fill up and you think, oh, there's no chance of getting a table. Yeah. And those that are a bit, um, what's the word? Braves, the brave sorts that come in and think, oh, we'll have a look. They find a nice little area yeah. at the top here. Yeah, yeah. the back, so you walk down That's right, the, yeah, the space at the tables back. around the back. It is, it is a quite a, a long it's kind narrow. of uh, narrow space, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Was it was it just that this premise was available in Warwick that made it be Warwick? I guess it's not far down the road from Bath where, where they were running that. Um, well, prior to that, my dad also had the uh, castle in Edge Hill. And oh, then, right. 
so basically he, my dad's had an experience of running pubs uh, basically renting pubs off breweries and pub companies and yeah. basically making a lot of money for them and not anything for himself sure yeah so he decided to open something up completely independent right. Um, yeah, just do it to properly for himself. Free yeah, of tie, get the beers you want, and yeah. just and, and obviously freedom. Then, yeah. yeah, 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 cool. Um, well, and, you, and you still kind of tied? Have you got a couple of things no. or pips or no, 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 politics no, here. Just, no politics. No, no, no. no, no. The only thing we, we get, we're not tied. We keep the saddleback on all the time because it's the local beer and it's one of our. Mo- we sell nearly, a, nearly a cask of that a day. We get through. Wow. wow. And then, really? yeah. yeah, oh yeah. And then yeah. the Phipps we have on just because that was that became quite popular. I had that on just as a guest a couple of times. People kept asking for it, and um, I kept that on. And we say we get through about two days three, tops, three of them a week, yeah. three casts yeah. a week of the Phipps. So. Wow, right. And then that's alongside the other. They <laughs> get good turnover then. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, sort of concerning the beers really. Yeah, you got a mix of gravity and hand pull. For, for the cast beers, is is that just a space issue? What what why the mix of what you've got there? That I think that was just the logistics initially. Of, and, of and, and fitting the hand pumps and in. So, yeah, yeah the it's a small space, and you can only really do what you can with it. And obviously, you have to have some handful as much as possible. So it's a shame we can't show a picture to the listeners, but we'll, um, we'll, we'll do the thing after. I'll put the picture on the show notes. Okay, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll see in the show notes that we've got uh, basically a very bespoke cask refrigeration system where we have room for four casks on the bottom shelf and four on the top so the four on the bottom predominantly for the hand pulls yeah and we have uh, two saddleback and two fips ipa ready to go right so when one runs out yeah there's literally another one ready to go Straight we, we just move on to a new a new hand pull yeah job done and then that leaves the four on the top which aren't really so suitable for doing hand pull are generally gravity fed yeah um, people tend to like the more traditional beers or the darker ones yeah. on hand pull yeah and then mm-hmm. and the lighter sort of more hoppy and slightly you know Pale more american style like ones yeah, and things like yeah, that yeah, tend yeah. to go, gravity, go yeah. quite well on the oh okay cool um so you've recently got some keg lines in i'm now serving craft beers Yay. so what, yeah. what was the motivation for that that addition were you having people <coughs> knocking the door down? Hey, where's your craft? Or, or, or was it something you wanted to just do yourselves anyway with the way that beer is evolving now? How, how did that come about? I, I think. Th- sorry, I think it was the way. Yeah, just we, the way we, going, yeah? the thing is the way it was going, and we were really enjoying. I think that's the key thing. Beer. We're, we're so passionate about you yeah. know new beer styles, yeah. and we're keen from obviously going to work with ale and various other places. You know, more so in Birmingham than Warwick and Leamington, but yeah. Because um, we're so keen on you know the interesting new craft inverted commas yeah, yeah, yeah. craft craft beer yeah um, it was like a natural progression really and we I mean I said to Jim quite a lot of times I really do think we should try and get some keg beer in here you know and speak to the suppliers to see if we can get a, an extra you know tap line yeah and then take a punt and um, put some decent keg beer in and it basically was a case of build it and they'll come yeah and nobody we, else at the time will has tried it really. no 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 I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable almost really isn't it I mean yeah. as soon as you put um, I think when you had your launch weekend what did you put on you put uh, Beaver Town Neck Oil and Daya yeah I yeah I mean as soon as you put those two and announced it on Twitter not that you've got many followers at the moment hint hint social media but there were people that friends of ours that have never been here before and as soon as you announce those beers were on some of our friends, you know, we know, 
came in and we said, oh, not seen you here before, what? Where have you been? He said, I saw you put this on, I had, yeah. I'm, I'm here straight away. Yeah. 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 That's, that's crazy, that is, yeah. Word of mouth. You've had Daya, you've had, you've got Magic Rock on there, you've had Verdant, you've had some incredible yeah. Yeah. Monk as well. Non Monk, yeah. It's definitely a case of build it, they'll come, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Come, they do. Did you think it was going to be a bit of a risk, or did you not, did you think, well, we like it, so we don't mind? <laughs> It <laughs> was it kind yeah. of. Yeah. I personally wasn't. I I I thought it was not no, even a risk. I thought it was you know do it. You know you have to do this. Why to get people in? It, you know yeah. as much as we like um, a lot of the traditional ale drinkers, they they are a big part of the customer. But you you want the pub to be busy as much as possible, and you need to you know with different. We need to pander to different types of drinks, so that's why that's yeah. why Gemma does you know a good range of box ciders as well as you know traditional ales, <laughs> and now now the inverted commas craft beer in kegs. Really fizzy, just, fizzy uh, cold stuff. Yeah, the fizzy yeah. cold stuff. Grr. Fizz, fizz, <laughs> fizz beers. Yeah. Yeah. How's that about, Gemma? Do you do you like? Uh, I don't know. How how who orders the beer? How do you get the beer in? Um, Is it you? Yeah, don't yeah. let Tom do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've just got various no, keep suppliers, so I get a list through all the time. Um, yeah. Yeah, and. Is it down to your taste essentially? Is it uh, what you think will work, or you you know you're clear on top? Yeah. So sort of hoppy stuff. Yeah, the hoppy stuff mainly yeah. to start with. Ten, I mm. think, and and as I get yeah. a bit, I get a bit more of a reputation, then I think I might try some a little bit more experimental, or mm. you know, some maybe some darker stuff and things. Yeah. But yeah, and I think you have to be a bit careful because of obviously the cost. Because there must have been some reaction from some of your more regular traditional drinkers who were thinking you know when they see and the price they, yeah. oh yeah, 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 very, yeah. Very price and they were these people. Pe- they were people that are drinking like three pound a pint saddleback and they were like looking like gawping at the price of you know six pound for a pint or whatever um but then some of them were trying it you know oh, oh i'll have a half of that anyway and although even though they were still going back to drinking the sort of Cascade, they, they, they were more than happy to try. So they didn't it's dismiss all... it completely. No, they no, were intrigued no. enough to, to give yeah. it a try. Yeah. That's good, you, your clientele here is kind of old boys. It's kind of there's a lot of that. Well, Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> People like me, yeah. old boys, who come yeah. in and they, they want the same thing, but yeah. then they're actually willing to try the different stuff. That's interesting. There's a, there's a funny face that people make. I mean, you, you put a, a beer on that's six pounds a pint and it's twice twice the price of a normal pint. They think, oh, I can get two pints of beer for, for that price. It's, quant- it's quantity, not quantity. And they, they, they kind of just out of curiosity, they're like, well, go on, get a taste. You, you give them a thimble full of this, you know, mm. extremely luxurious craft beer. Yeah, it's all right. And as soon as they drink, you can see the look on their face. They want to say they don't they want like it. Exactly. They make yeah. a, it's yeah. a slight yeah. grimace. I want to hate this. Yeah, but I love it. It's a grimace. <laughs> trying like, so hard not to like this. Yeah. And they say it's all right, and they don't finish it. And they slam it on the table. Can we just? Talk they say this nothing, one? but the next day they come along and they say. I get two thirds of the um, it's almost yeah. Yeah. But don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> you just talk about what we the drink. Cast the hook in the I'm on. What is this? By the way. Uh, that, <laughs> that is Magic Rock Phantasma. Magic Rock Phantasma. Cheers. In Warwick, on. <laughs> You've dispensed it, you've poured it, there it is, there's a pint. What a gorgeous bloody day. So it's almost a mini Magic Rock tap takeover today. I'm on the inhaler as well. Inhaler. Yeah, which is a cracking four and a half percent juice kind of pale, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. All the good stuff. I'm so glad we're drinking that again because I haven't had it for a long time, and to have it here is a real treat. And it's almost yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of the core beers do get overlooked, though. Yeah. we look at all the new beers, but actually yeah. the core beers. And I've been shouting about uh, Verdant Headband recently. 
I tried this today and I thought, you know what, actually, this is really, really. This is this is now my new favorite go-to. Headbands great. This is great. Ah. So you've had headband a couple of times here, is that right? No, we had head, we had bloom and bloom. Yeah. yeah, and light bulb they've had as well. Oh, so you yeah. almost yeah. work through the whole. But you've had Daya, you've had Steady cool. Rolling Man. Yeah. Had... Oh. Um, Not bad. Faith as well. That was a good one, wasn't it? Mm. Northern Monk. Yeah, Northern Monk Faith. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in terms of the the keg beer, how how is it selling in to- You know, it, it, sort of how long is it lasting? Is it is quite a throughput? Are people? As you say, more people discovering that you've got that kind of beer on and coming in. Is it is it selling well, basically? No, I think so. It's, it definitely it's selling better than I initially thought it might. Yeah. I thought it would be slow you know, because of the slow. price. Yeah. The, the joy yeah. about the keg beer is it it can it doesn't have to sell that quickly. Whereas with casks, obviously, you've got, you've got three to five days sure. at best yeah. for yeah. A, for a cask you know shelf life. And then it's gone. Yeah. With the keg beer, I mean, you could afford to take a punt and think, oh, we'll get this you know big expensive six pounds a pint beer in. And you know, if it sits here for two weeks, it's okay, it's not the end of the world. Demand, What's actually it? happened on average, every both tap one and two, mm. a week, week to weekly, you know, week, nine week. days tops, depends on yeah. how busy the pub is. Yeah. Um, but generally, I mean, the more expensive and more fancy the beers tend to be, the quicker they go. And if it <laughs> blew, <laughs> blew, yeah. which yeah. flew out, you know, yeah. we were worried about putting a, a beer at six pounds, what, three, six pounds twenty a pint? Yeah, yeah. Or obviously two thirds, half or a third, just to be you know fair. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Have you actually noticed people travelling from afar to try a specific beer? Is that happening? Or there's people that just they walk in, they walk straight up to the cake, the you know the cake yeah. pump, and, yeah. and then they order. You sort of think they obviously know, know what, what they, they, they why they came here. Yeah. yeah, they don't seem confused, and they just they, they, they don't even look at the casks no. that are racked up at the back. They're just like, yeah. I want that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So I want fizz. I want cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So for, for me, I've been, I've been coming here for a while since you were <coughs> the, the whole gravity dispenser cask thing was the, uh, the the USB for me. It's like this is you can't get that anywhere. Yeah. Right? USB. You just USB. 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 <laughs> <laughs> USB. <laughs> USB. Um, um, and it was it was so good. Uh, you, you, again, the the range changed quite a bit, um, and it was great. It's, it's, it's such a, a, a unique thing locally. I think it's uh, people have got differing views. I feel though on on kind of gravity dispense. Uh, I think different beers suit it better. I don't know what what you think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say this earlier on. Actually, when I was saying about the space, I forgot to mention that I would almost instinctively said if we had more space, it would be in case of having it all on hand pool. Yeah. But in fact, you're you're right. There is. Um, I mean, when I first started drinking beer, uh, this is what uh, fifteen years. Well, no, mm. probably thirteen, fourteen years ago when I first yeah. started drinking ale and at that time it wasn't particularly good um, so I digress but um, I I what I was led to believe is that, that a generally give or take a beer brewed south of the Midlands was generally brewed to be served not for a sparkler whether yeah. it was gravity fed or mm. straight from you know or on ample just not mm. for a sparkler so that beer is generally yeah. not so bitter whereas I believe the northern thing give or take is mm. to brew create a beer that is Lot more bitter. Is that the water difference? Or so well, people, people I might taste? be I might be wrong, but I believe when you when you force a beer for a sparkler, yeah, you're actually taking some of the the way the the bubbles move through the beer. Mm. That when you put a beer for a sparkler, you're actually taking some of the natural bitterness out of it. The flavour. Oh, wow. yeah. so, the bitterness goes into the head, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. essentially. Generally so the head, doesn't yeah. it, with a sparkler? Generally, yeah. the Tighter northern head. beers, yeah, should be brewed 
more bitter yeah. to come through a hand pull. Yeah. I might not be right there, and you, I'm sure I'll get, I'll get slated very shortly yeah. if I'm not right. But this is just the you know the thing I was led to believe when I was 18. Tell yeah, us yeah, yeah. on, tell yeah. us on Twitter. So <laughs> probably haven't really paid too you much know. attention to that. As a general rule of thumb, you know the, the sort of hoppy pale ales, especially the American styles, mm. generally seem to be absolutely fine straight from the cask. Yeah. But your more traditional, you know, balanced, malty, mm. you know, in English hopped bitters. Yeah. Do really thank being through a handball, I find, yeah. and and yeah. also um, mouthfeel is a big part of beer, which is something that people probably haven't realised quite yet. Mouthfeel is a massive thing for beer, um, which adds a whole new conversation for keg beer, how yeah. it affects the mouthfeel. You can't beat a good cask beer that is you know conditioned perfectly and pulled through the handball, and you you know you get a luscious that head, rich, you get a creamy mouthfeel. Body. Yeah, mm. you know it's. It's uh, definitely something for the beer community to be talking about a bit more, I think, because, you know, I, mouthfeel and the so carbonation of the beer. Yeah, yeah, it's hugely important. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so, what, obviously, you've been open for, yeah, nearly four years then. So, what, what challenges have you faced since opening? Has there been any sort of challenges you've faced? <coughs> Neighbours. Right, okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, you are nestled in amongst sort of shops residential. and residential. Yeah, well, the, the neighbour yeah. next door likes to think we're in a residential area, but it's actually a commercial it's area. Commercial but, on this street, isn't it? Yeah, on this side, listen to it. You might download this one. This side of the street is quite good. say the neighbour. So, initially, when we put the application for the licence and the change of use, we had quite a bit of. Yeah, object- we had a few objections right. and, and we had to go through to the planning, the committee to actually get, it was, you know, quite tight whether we even got the um, right. commission. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, do you feel like you've got to kind of walk a bit of, you're walking on eggshells with what you do, like people outside drinking yeah. or smoking well, outside? Well, now, now, I think because we've been here nearly four years, we seem to have, Established we, we've established it. ourselves and we don't get so much but initially we did have we were having a few more complaints and people don't like change yeah no. um, you're putting absolutely. a, a but pub now in our town some of mm. some of the actual original the people that signed the uh, there was a petition that went around the street no apparently way. to object no um, really the ringleaders of that have never set foot the in the pub right. but yeah. the, a couple of the people that did object initially have since since they come in every they're day. Really? They're in here every oh, day. Yeah, it's their like regular pub, now. and yeah, it, yeah. it's become like you know, it's a local, local pub, and and people in the street have actually met met people. They didn't even they didn't even know each other, yeah. and they only live a few doors away from each other. Which type so of community hub? Then. Exactly, community that's the word yeah. I'm about yeah. to say. It's yeah. now a community yeah. pub, and yeah. it is yeah. for the community. So the community seems to appreciate that. Yeah, mm. you you are the heart of Warwickshire pub of the year, 2018. Yeah. You've won that. Uh, and that's one of Camera's um, criteria is actually to, to assess how community driven you are. Well, that's what I was going to ask actually. What is the criteria for, for, for getting it's that? It's about the ale, it's yeah. about the people. It's, um, it's, it's essentially, yeah, beer first. Um, beer first. Also, apparently, uh, whether you've got. So when you say beer, do you mean. The toilets. <laughs> 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 yeah. don't, don't, don't get Simon started on <laughs> <laughs> when, when you say beer, do you mean range of beer? Or, or dispense. I think more for camera. Speaking specifically about camera, it's not so much the range of different beers. Obviously, keg beers might not be included. It's, it's obviously yeah, their yeah, campaign for the real ale. Right. So it's the quality and the choice given the size of the, the, the place. So dark beers alongside pale beers. I think beers. ideally, essentially, yes. If the place is big enough, they would like to see a range mm. of. You know, ideally, you know, 
golden bitter pale ale stout you know, porter. porter maybe yeah. and ideally I, I, I might be wrong but I think Cameron ideally would be looking for uh, these beers to be you know hand drawn yeah. Yeah, rather yeah. than gravity fed yeah. however there is there is, there is, there is a cross I don't, I don't, I don't think there is the beer festivals are always gravity yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so, yeah. 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 apart from the great British beer festival they're all on hand and that's they? worth noting how how much of a difference it makes uh-huh. they really that's do put in the crown festival yeah. it really is yeah. yeah but I've been coming here for years and the heart of Warwickshire people are always in here. They're in here. They're not at other pubs. They're in here. Mm. Mm. So it's no surprise that you've got the award this year. It says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. And, it you're does. now, and you're now through to the next stage, which is what more regional, it's bigger the, region. It goes through to the whole of the Warwickshire, and then and then ultimately after that, it's the West Midlands. Mm. Yeah. So when, when, when are you going to find out if well, how how does this work then? Is it in the next few weeks or months or something that you go through? to the next stage if you're successful or I, th- I can't remember when they said but it is over the next couple of months they'll have a few uh, sort of judges coming in right. from, from other camera regions and camera judges so what yeah. they, they come in like a mystery customer yeah type I don't thing. think they announce yeah. it here yeah. right, but, right. but we might get an inkling you, you know yeah. if they start the pertinent questions yeah. about and if they go to the toilet we'll know because they'll be assessing the toilet <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah, not well, just Simon is it's immaculate our non-gender specific bathroom with a light switch on the outside which always confuses the best of us which people have some fun with occasionally a bit of pranking goes on so I think we touched on this a bit earlier, but obviously, have you had any converts from the kind of trad ale stuff to craft? Have you got people that now have switched over and kind of come in and go, yeah, I'm a pint of inhaler or whatever? Or as, probably ties as, into what we said yeah. earlier. Would they want to admit that? Would they admit that they've? Yeah, you got become... photographic evidence of them at some point. <laughs> when uh, was the light bulb yeah, moment? Yeah, well, <laughs> a few weeks back, I think. <laughs> they're like, well, I'm trying to think, we're like. I've even had some lager people that you know come in. They drink lager and then they yeah. occasionally will have a, a two thirds of something. Right, definitely been a, a good crossover. Are they, are they looking at the tucks and going, "There's a range boom there"? Oh, what's that? Actually, no, they know. They know it's. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're 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 just interested to try curious, something different, yeah. aren't they? I think it's important to actually kind of curious that. Yeah. Um, that um, obviously you know there is something for everybody here there's lagers here as well if somebody comes in it's not that like you're excluded if you don't like craft beer or real ale is it you've no, got wines no, you've got yeah. lagers you've got cider your cider board is really yeah. good you've got a lot yeah. of good yeah, ciders got, here at the minute well. we're seven different ciders real ciders good old yeah. black rat well this is the thing about the um, you know a popular community you can't just pander to one particular taste I mean as much as some people might like us just to serve the one local bitter for Mm. You know, six bar huggers. You know, we yeah. like the pub to be full, <laughs> ideally. Yeah. So yeah, um, and you know, if people bring friends and family that don't like beer, well, hopefully we've got something for them. So even even down to the soft drinks for a small place, there's quite a nice range of soft drinks. Yeah. On that note, yeah, soft drinks. There is not enough non yeah, right. fizzy, sugary mm. soft drinks available to people. I mean, natural where, made. Yeah, soft where, 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 where do you find them? I mean, they just what, they just don't really do exist. Want? What do you want? I think I think there's a few. Well, well, I don't know, but but there are some brands of like natural Coca-Cola. It's usually Coca-Cola. Mm. What, what would you add. want? Well, we Sweet. have um, things like you know Victorian lemonade, uh, dandelion oh, yeah. burdock, you know oh, yeah. ginger beer, nice traditionals. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But what I'm saying is a lot of people, and myself included, if I'm not drinking beer and then drink a soft drink, I don't particularly want something that's carbonated and fizzy and sugary. No. Mm. Uh, and seeing as craft beer has become such a big thing now, there's mm. so many different diverse <clears throat> styles of beer, why is there not a bit more of an emphasis on... Craft soda almost, you know. Yeah, or, you know, something... Things, a cracking thing. Yeah, drink, so. well, but that's Ginger almost beer. died out. Yeah, yeah, I try and say to people, yeah. say, oh, perhaps little Jimmy would like a Dandelion and Burdock. Mm. Like, oh no, he went like that. <laughs> I, mean, it quite, I, I loved it as a kid. Yeah, it sounds quite old fashioned, but it's ace. It's a great yeah, soft yeah, drink. It's yeah, yeah. It's like it's, beer, you know. It's uh, been going for, you know, they've been doing centuries it for a while. now. It's it's, it's pretty while. good, and it's yeah, been selling because it's it's, not, it's, 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 not it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, okay. So in terms of opening times, you do close relatively early for a pub, nine pm. Uh, most evenings, except obviously the five pm on the Sunday. Uh, why is that? Is that just licensing and stuff? And then again, this is a na- and sort of a neighbours issue. Right. Uh, uh, a license <laughs> is nor- normal. Right. But, so we could open until then, you know, relative, you know, eleven Damn or you know. whatever, eleven yeah. at night. Um, but it's actually because we rent the premises. Yeah. Um, so and there's a flats above. Part of the original mm-hmm. tenancy agreement was that we um, don't open past. Uh, right. Yeah, nine o'clock. Yeah, so. Right, okay, so that's the restriction. Yeah, really. although so. it works quite well, because there's a lot of other micro pubs that do the same, the same sort of mm. thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, it seems to be quite a sort of uh, common sort of theme amongst micro-pubs that, mm. that, you know, you kind of do those limited hours. The people who come here are mainly coming here for good quality drink or whatever. They're not coming here for food or for a family meal or, or that kind of stuff. And so I think as long as people are aware, I guess all the, obviously all the regulars know what time you shut and they plan their drinking yeah. accordingly. Yeah, they, really. they do. They're coming at two minutes to nine. Yeah. Two minutes or five minutes past Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, exploit that. Yeah. yeah that's and do a the sweet unfair, talking of like yeah. oh but go on well, they, were, yeah. they didn't even know what time it was they oh. just oh, is, that, is that the time still 20, <laughs> this, this watch I have my wrist yeah. yes yeah, you do much, yeah. it's still yeah. at least 20 yeah. seconds <laughs> and this Whoa. actually brings me to what I would say I mean from my experience working in pubs I've worked in a fair few pubs and um, quite often I've been in a pub working between 9 and 10 maybe 11 o'clock which is the opening hours and it's absolutely it's, it's pretty much dead mm. Mm. and you know you yes because you're open that time you have to you have to you know fulfill that mm. you might often have you know a couple of people that might come in and nurse a couple of pints over a couple of hours mm. and it's from my point of view just working it's quite dull but I'm thinking from a business point of view the people that you know pay to heat and light and mm. pay me to serve the beer mm. well if there's only a couple of people in between 9 and 11 you know this is in country pubs not so much a town pub yeah, it's, it kind of seems like you know, a waste of money. Yeah. And seeing as we're in a, a town which has a good pub culture, mm. why not st- stop at nine and save that problem? You know, yeah. t- like if you work 12 till nine, you're essentially here from 11 till 9, 30, 10 o'clock. It's quite yeah. a long day anyway. Yeah. And the plus side is that we get to go for a beer mm. and we actually get to eat food, you know, <laughs> Before, yes. before midnight. Most, most welcome. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, you, so even if you could, you probably wouldn't change those at hours because it, it works well for you, yeah? Yeah. I, yeah. Think, so. I think so. Occasionally, yeah, do, do the odd thing. Yeah. Like we have a quiz night on Mondays and sometimes that goes on a bit yeah. longer. And, right, but, right. But generally speaking, yeah. you, you, you stick to those hours yeah. and you're happy with those hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and cool. again, presumably that was your choice then to do the finish at five on a Sunday, then it's like... Yeah, that was... Again, you could, yeah. in theory, go on to yeah. half yeah. Ten, but yeah, you know, it's yeah. like the weekend just gone. There was a bank holiday Monday. You're closed Mondays anyway. Mm. So to have us finish at five o'clock on a Sunday and have the Monday off was a rare treat for yeah, us that absolutely. both work in food and drink service. We actually had 
be a Sunday honest, night off. Be honest, you just want to drink. Yeah, well, busman's holiday, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. Right, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit before, but your, your best-selling beers, cask and keg. Obviously, what, from what you were saying, um, the Phipps and the, the Saddleback are, are kind of your, your best-selling ones, so they're always on. But are there kind of like returning cask beers that you, you always get back because they go well? Yeah, um, the Oakham always goes well. So, so anything Oakham, anything Oakham yeah. pretty much. So yeah. That sells in a day day or two usually so they've got a, a, a loyal kind of following they're yeah. midlands aren't they I suppose well, yeah. they're, they're, they're Peterborough, Peterborough yeah. but originally Rutland yeah originally Rutland smallest county smallest county yeah. in the UK smallest just county yeah. pop quiz pop they, do, they, do yeah. Good, yeah. they do good stuff though. but they're, yep. they're very consistent they're usually very hoppy light um, do you ever get Green Devil on because that's a I've not had that here, I mean, I've tried it. Is it? Uh, keg, is that a keg only? Percent, no, no, no. It's cask beer, isn't it? Yeah. But it's six percent. Mm-hmm. It's quite strong, yeah. isn't See, it? It's a beer. That's a lovely beer. That we don't tend to. That's the other thing. We don't anything over four and a half percent struggles. Doesn't matter how good it is. It kind of struggles. Oh, the dark beers can be over four and a half percent because some people just want a dark beer. They don't care what it is. They just right, want a dark beer. Right. But we we struggle <laughs> with anything, anything too strong. It just doesn't sell because so, people are worried about the ABV. That's, that's interesting. I guess it's because, like, I guess the more traditional drinkers, they're in a pint culture. They would never have a half of something, I'm guessing. Or a third. Um, yeah. Um, Some people who want to just drink 12 pints of something each day, they'd 4%. rather it be less than 4% so they can hack the 12 so, pints. So you've so kind of struggled a little bit with anything over about, what, 5% or 4.5%? Yeah, and if I, I don't tend to get anything over... I generally don't ever get anything over 5% because I just know, no matter how good it is, it just won't sell because as much as people like it, they'll only have a half or they'll have... Mm. One point and that's so we, it. It, we're still a bit away from seeing the double IPA. It, yeah, on, it's yeah a that wouldn't be on cask anyway. On though, keg would it? It's different yeah. oh, yeah, because yeah. obviously yeah. it lasts longer. And, and this yeah. is why I was about to bring it back to the half life of a cask. Yeah, like the the five percent beers will sell, just mm. not in such quantity. And with a cask, it's half life. You know, where it's, it's at best three to five days. Yeah. And probably as it gets stronger in ABV, probably that shelf life does diminish a little bit, would it? No, no, it varies. It's generally, as a rule of thumb, your pale beers, which have a simpler flavour in a way, mm. can't hide any kind of problems. Darker, like stout stouts, stouts and yeah. porters, yeah, traditionally can go longer. Yeah. Uh, although they still can incorporate slightly off flavours, they still be you know acceptable and drinkable. A bit more muted though, it's hidden behind that mark. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, so really the, the problem with having stronger beers on isn't so much that it's the strength, it's how quickly you can sell a beer, which is, then goes back to the keg beer. We were worried about putting a 6.5% beer at £6.20 a pint on. Mm. It's flown, absolutely flown out. It's crazy. Than, so it's obviously a different clientele that yeah. are going for that altogether. They're yeah. not the people going, whoa, whoa, it's a bit too strong. Yeah. It's a different kind of. You've got almost yeah. like two streams of people coming in, I guess, you've got haven't you? People that might want to come out and have a few beers in the daytime and happily go home and relax in front of the TV. Yeah. And happy to drink, you know, a few two thirds or pints of a beer that's, you know, five plus percent. Mm. But there does seem to be, there's also a different demographic that likes to have a day out. Mm. You know, yeah. might be more, more days than not that just want to drink beer that's you know 3.8% talking about the clientele I love the fact that uh, places that I used to go to and see the people drinking they tend to come here now they yeah. congregate here so you're doing something very mm. right mm. where you know, yeah. down the road they're up there or in the square and they're here that goes back to one of your original questions you know it's it's about the beer really isn't it mm. you know it's about the, the choice of beer and the quality of it 
you know, absolutely nothing yeah, else yeah. it's <laughs> a bonus life, if you get man. good service and yeah. uh, good decor yeah. and a good toilet obviously yeah. Yeah. absolutely yeah. 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 Just, just, just to clear this up right now just because last podcast I talked about how great the toilets were at Kilda in Birmingham yeah. because they had soft closed lids right yeah, everyone yeah, thinks yeah. I have a toilet yeah, obsession okay. now yeah. I don't I, I just like to, it's an unhealthy I, I just like to throw in there I've not actually been privy to that previous podcast so I didn't even know that I'm, I'm glad I've given that in, you know. and we, and we were there yesterday and I can attest and the toilets were still good they, were they haven't been graffitied up or anything no like no no they were great yeah that's good to know you were very passionate about it it's great to see in all seriousness where it's coming from is just like They've spent a shitload of money on this place. Yeah, so, yeah. you know what I mean? I'll back Simon We're slightly digressing, but I'll, I'll back Simon up here that um, there's a fairly big supermarket chain, which I won't mention their name. Yeah. But it really annoys me that whenever I go in and use their cubicle toilet door, Really, really squeaks. Yeah, <laughs> squeak. Come on, you're a big enough company. You can just, you can just oil that hinge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't you? Sorted. Sort 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 of it could be worse. Yeah. It's just a squeak. It's not like yeah. a. Yeah, you, 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 should have, you, <laughs> you should have been on the podcast last week because it was all the other week. It was the supermarket sweep. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been perfect. I'm available if you want. Yeah. Just to bring it back. Away from toilets. That's a doors. There's a couple of things here really which is best beers that you've drunk and I'm, I'm guessing really here we're looking at a couple of things really which is what's the best beers that you personally liked that you've had on here that you've enjoyed the most and probably just generally what is your kind of favourite kind of beer that, that may or may Ooh. not be something that you would Go stop on, here. What's your favourite beer? Yeah. Ever ever. It's, ever, ever. it's a toughie. It's a toughie. Yeah. It's a hard question. Two or three? Yeah. Two or three? That's why we wrote the question. Yeah. Well, what's the best thing you've had on here? What have, what have you enjoyed the most that you've had on here? From my personal experience, when the place first opened, I mean, back, quick backstory for me and Gemma that we, we both met and we worked in a dad's pub, which was a Hook Norton pub, and that's my first experience of pretty good quality ales. Whereabouts was that? Uh, Edge Hill, the Castle Inn, Edge oh, Hill. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. That's, that's how Gemma and I met. I yeah. used to work there and, you know, she used to hang around in the bar. <laughs> I wish, I wish, but um, no. Anyway, we, we were both quite interested in the whole ale scene, and that time, as you all know, um, ale wasn't in the best shape throughout the UK. Mm, yeah. Um, but we were still avidly go out and try and find places that were good. So we we would basically do the the Hook Norton Trail, yeah. go to pubs that Hook Norton owned, and find yeah. good pubs which just served Hook Norton, but in a good way. Can't beat hooky. Old, no, old, no, good point. Hooky. Old hooky is what made me fall in love with ale. Old hooky is probably one of my yeah, yeah favorite yeah, yeah. in my mind beers. I mean, I don't drink it now because it's. I know how the mind works, and after a while, you think, oh, that's the best beer. And then if you go back to it and try it again, you might be disappointed. So, um, anyway, moving forward to answer the question. Yeah. Um, when this place opened four years ago, one of the first beers that you had from like Gravity Fed was. Um, uh, Turpin Golden Citrus, which is a, a microbrewery within Hook Norton, which made sort of very oh, poppy. Oh, they've got they've got a small batch thing within Hook Norton, have they? Yeah. It's not it's not uh, it's linked not to Hook Hook Norton. It's, it's nothing to do with just the in the village. It's, yeah. a, it's another brewery in the village. In the village. Oh, yeah. right, okay. But because of our contacts, we mm. we kind of knew this guy. And when Gemma first opened up here, yeah, his was one of the first beers on, and it was called um, yeah, it was called Golden Citrus, I think, mm. by Turpin Brewery. Yeah, and it was likened to um, a sloping beer. It was, mm. And th- going, this is going back, you know, several years. It was yeah. beautifully 
um, pineapple-y, you know, for a cask golden beer, I mean, this was like a revelation. It's like, wow, the beer doesn't taste like this. It tastes like, you know, tropical fruit squash, mm. but, it's, mm. but it's beer and it's, you know, yeah. it's four and a half percent. And that's one of my standout beers in my mind. Yeah, I've had it since, and like I say, things aren't always what you remember them being, mm. and it's, yeah. The, the beer world has moved so much further forward. Mm. The, 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 journey, mind. the beer journey is an interesting thing. And yeah, your own palate yeah. changes as well, doesn't yeah. it? So, yeah, yeah, that's right. So things aren't quite the same. So, like you say, you almost have like a beer memory that's locked in on that day. What <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. Was like, what the I wish I had a beer memory. You know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so. Uh, I've got so, untapped as my beer So memory. that's one of the favourite beers that you've had well, on Gemma, here. Gemma, you agree? Yeah. Yeah, that, that is always one that stands out. That was literally the, one of the first beers we had on here, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but I really, I struggled. To, to come, there's been <coughs> so many beers you've had on, I can't. I mean, when I, Oakham first came along, the Oakham Citra, the yeah, Inferno, well, when yeah, we yeah, first yeah. had that, it was like, wow, again, well, this I is like, Oakham this is so progressive, this is so different yeah. to what we're used to trying. For an Oakham Citra, isn't it? Yeah. Boom. Job done. Happy days. The best beer is the beer that's in your glass. Gemma, you are the buyer. You you decide what beers come in, don't you? Yeah. So you've got to sort of rationalise between the the cost of what it is and what's going to sell yeah, well, and what you like. Yeah. Well, in that thing initially when we opened, everything was three pound a pint. So that limited what we could get in. I mean, Citra was pushing it for yeah. what was in our price range. Squeeze your margin. It. Mm. Um, but now I've now I've stopped doing three pound a pint. Yeah. I mean, the saddlebag is still three pound a pint, but the other stuff is obviously just varies depending on what we can buy it in for. But it just broaden what what's available. Yeah. So yeah. So was it holding you back that that three pound? That £3 was holding you back. Yeah. And then as you expand, you realise oh people aren't that desperate. You get mm. some people that they come in religiously have their three pound saddlebag. I was going to say, when you went over the three pound, did you get any kickback from people? Sort oh, of oh, you get comments, obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the people no, that make comments, they're not really the people not, that really represent. You know, it's still regular. cheaper than most pubs in Warwick, anyway. Yeah, so. this is yeah. partly why. I mean, um, we obviously, like I said, we're, we're both keen, you know, beer advocates, and we would go to different places and spend up to you know five or six pounds for a, a beer, mm. and we wouldn't really bat an eye. We'd be happy. We'd ha- be happy to spend extra money on a really good quality good beer, beer yeah. yeah and that's the argument we kind of had with ourselves well why do we have to have this fixed three pounds a pint rule when yeah. you know we are beer drinkers and we were happy to spend more and if you go around you'll find beers that are up to four pounds a pint which in our opinion isn't as well served as we can do here mm. so it, it seems like it seems like point where we thought well why can't we why can't we you know change the pricing structure and well, get some beers i, I, I enjoyed in it while it was there because i did i did a lot of three pound yeah. pints here yeah. Goat's milk, three pound, boom. But it got to the point, and you wouldn't get goat's milk now, now it's one championship beer of the Britain. It got to the point where you couldn't get these great beers. You know what you're paying for. That'd only be three pound twenty here anyway now. But that price barrier has been affecting cast beer and progression for a long time, mm. hasn't it? Yeah. It's nothing, that's nothing. I think yeah. ultimately, if people want super cheap cast beer, they're going to get the aren't they? Yeah, yeah. 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 You, can't, and yeah. you can't compete yeah. with that, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Spoons do a good, perfectly yeah. good job. They, you know, they turn the beer over quick enough. Because mm. they vouchers. They buy end of life or close to the end of life. No, I think that's a misconception, to be honest. I think sometimes they might buy in bulk and some of the beer they yeah. put on might be less fresh but because they've I kept think, it for longer mm, yeah. from my experience with Spoonies I, I've worked for a, a microbrewery 
um, and you know, Spoonies will buy from microbreweries within their own area. They've got the freedom to do that, right. and they could buy a beer that was very, very, very freshly cast, and they'd have it on within a week. In a, within a week. Yeah. Right. You know, right. almost you might even think, well, rather that was conditioned for a bit longer. Yeah, so I think for them it's about turnover, isn't it? They're not worried so much with margins; they're more turnover. Yeah, okay. it's better to make a little bit of profit on a lot of sales, yeah. and that's what spoonies do mm. well. And because yeah. they, they know they've got other things to sell: food, yeah, mm. soft drinks. And it coffee. doesn't do them well to sell beer that's close to its date and not very good. Yeah, yeah they'd rather sell beer that's you know in good nick than sell it quite quickly. I mean, yeah. I, and I, to be fair, I just well, the spoons. I think they do a good job for that. They do. Do a good so future podcast at Spoons, we're going to do that. <laughs> um, no, I'm no. not on the payroll, just so you know. I'm just um, going to be diplomatic. Yeah. So obviously, what happened uh, relatively recently is you almost got like what I guess you'd call a sister venue, Rigsby's, that's also in Warwick. Um, can you tell us a bit about that? What's what's the story with Rigsby's then? Why get Rigsby's? Why do that? Yeah. What's what's? That's just uh, my dad expanding. Um, the empire. The empire. Yeah. Empire. Empire. yeah. Um, so that's like a cellar bar, isn't it? Yeah. Way? It's a small, small place. It's yeah. even smaller than this place. Yeah. Um, Central Warwick, isn't it? Yeah. Just off the market square, isn't it? Yeah. It's a really good spot. It's it's more. I think Tom saw there was a gap for, you know, a more town conscious pub, and it's not so much about the beer. It's having a nice little range of lots of different things, but it's the location that really dictates what that mm. pub does. It's such a great location. Off you know the main square of Warwick, it's where there's a lot of the big named street. pubs yeah. there that really do exploit people for being there. So what this I heard is, was it was going to be a prosecco bar. That was the, that it was, was one the, idea, there but was a lot of ideas, yeah, 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 yeah or a cider bar. bar. Well, well, last year at the um, uh, the Warwick Food Festival, it was opened as a cider bar. Yeah, I, I drank. A lot of cider yeah, there. Yeah. Really? Drank a lot of cider. <laughs> and this is the great thing about Tom. He sees something where he can do something. Well, well the food festival was open that day. A cider bar would be a great thing for that day. So we, that's what we did. Yeah. And this is why it's not a Prosecco bar or a spirit bar or anything else. It's a bit it's of everything. Because why cut out a big section of your potential market Absolutely. by saying, we yeah. just do this? Why not do a nice venue a nice environment for lots of different people that like different things yep. and they can all go there yep. and as long as you do the something mixture, they like as long as you do the mixture right you know you yeah. best, of, the best of each yeah. so in terms thing, of the which beer line doing, there there's what a couple of car scales and a keg line in there is yeah. there yeah there's two cars yeah. car scale lines and then one keg line well technically there? there's two but they're fixed to one they, they, they've got a four berth tea bar there's which does two types of lagers right. a, a hoppy red IPA if you can mm-hmm. call it such a thing which I won't mention, mention the name. It's, it's, it's perfectly fine, but it's you know not the most exciting thing. But technically, yeah. they've got two two craft but beer yeah, there's lines, always a craft and beer, one is ever changing, which can right. be anything who, who from electric beer, beer to tiny rebel. rebel. And that yeah. rotates. That rotates pretty quickly, doesn't it? So yeah, oh yeah, because yeah. yeah. of where, where it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I do. I do order a lot. Most of the beer for there. Yeah. Gemma yeah. is um, the overseeing like, uh, like, curator. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Seen as Chris is, loves Tiny Rebel. I get. I, yeah, he, he there is a lot of Tiny Rebel goes yeah. on there he for walks, some reason. He, yeah. I wonder where's yeah. the merchant. He's got the cap. He's got yeah. the shirt. He's got everything. He's, he's not got a bar in there. He's not yeah. on the payroll. Just so you all know. He should be. We should get a petition to get him to get. We went there. He went. Didn't he go last week? Definitely. He went last week. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Market research. Market research. Yeah. Proud. There you go. <laughs> Best buddies, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, good stuff. So, so that's another place for people to check out if they come to Warwick. Boom. Obviously, you you get obviously Warwick's a touristy kind of town. Do, do you find out do people through chatting? You do you find that there are people that are 
that aren't locals that come in here and have a pint? There's, don't get like loads of like tourists. Castle trippers. Tourists. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the <laughs> castle people all trapped <laughs> in the castle. Yeah. yeah. But you get people that are coming down on for a weekend or something, and they're obviously on the lookout for beer. You know, they've obviously looked at the good beer guys, and they're yeah. They're yeah. Looking... You're not too far from the entr- the main entrance. No, not the... at all. No, no. It's just down there, isn't it? So. But I don't think I think people tend to for the castle. People tend to come in. The day, then leave. They don't yeah, necessarily. Yeah. You get busy for the race days, don't you? Warwick races, you yeah. get quite busy some, like, yeah. from that day. You tend to forget there's all the different strands of pulling people into Warwick with races and the castle yeah. and you know market days, and there's, there's a lot of things bringing people into the like, county festival town anyway. Food festivals that go awesome. on, so yeah. yeah. Like if people, sort of people have done their research, you know, they've looked before they've come to Warwick, oh, real ale pubs, or, mm. you know, and mm. they've looked in the good beer guide, they do tend to come and they say, oh, we've heard this is a good place. Yeah, that's 100% yeah. right. I mean, from my experience here, I, from your, I, I don't think you've ever really massively marketed the place because you don't want to get every, every single person in. You kind of it's rewarding to those that are a bit curious and think, oh, they look on Google, you know, cask, beer, Warwick, or microbrew Warwick might find this. And you might get friends of people that come in here that will get invited in, and they know it. Mm. An awful lot of people do just walk by, because there's no big neon sign out the front of the yeah. shop, you yeah. know, saying, bar, like beer. You're a bit stealthy. It, yeah. it, and it, it kind of works, in my opinion. I think it does help filter out a lot of people that wouldn't really appreciate this. Mm. I mean, we yeah. don't get many people coming in saying, Where's or you've got no Guinness. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. yeah. do occasionally Which, get people walk up to the bar and just go a pint of Carling, and then you have really, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But by not having a neon sign at the front, you don't get yeah. many of those people coming but in. Again, you're, you're, it, not, yeah. you're not in the square. You're not dealing with that sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. you tra- automatically attract a different yeah. segment of the market. Yeah. Which is why we're different to um, the sister bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. this is what we're attract. You're going to get more people bumping into that place, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And that's why it has to pander towards different taste. Rigsby's is 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 off the the centre. It's 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 around the back. You've got a little globe. It's not quite in the centre. But it's within earshot, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You've still got enough people, footfall going yeah. past it. To sort of this is my point. The, the amount of the, the difference in the people that will go into here or there is quite quite amazing because mm. it's literally just off the beaten track, off the main square. You get all sorts of turn up there, and they would generally here if we were there. And I think. But also, you've got as well. Like we were saying earlier, it's a it's a quite. It's a very tight space, isn't it? It's very narrow and whatever, and, yeah. and it's kind of almost three halves of it. Mm. And we've had it before now as well. Sometimes when we've just poked our heads around the door and think, God, it's heaving in there. We'll never get in. Yeah. And because there's that narrow space between between the bar and and whatever as well, that might put some people off. Yeah. yeah. Especially if they, like we said, if they've I've come from that. the races yeah, and I've they're trying that. to find a drink after the races yeah. and they're, you know, so. Yeah. So I suppose that's the negative and the positive yeah. to having yeah. a small space, isn't it? Yeah. It doesn't take much to, to fill it up and, to fill it up and have a good yeah. atmosphere. But on the downside, it must be, as <laughs> working behind the bar, it must be hell when it's like there's loads of people here because you're having to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. Chris is up there and he's doing a great job and he's, he's, he's a task. He just gets on with it and he's, he's got no problem. do not matter. So... Yeah, you recently had, uh, obviously in April, um, we basically had uh, the camera AGM took place uh, locally over in Coventry. Uh, I believe there's a bunch of camera members came in here. Um, how, how did you get on with those guys? Did they, uh, 
get any feedback from them? Is it, you know, do they make any comments? Oh, uh, there was a comment. It was a great yeah. weekend, yeah. Really? It was a good, yeah. good buzz for us. Tell, tell yeah. But what's the comment? I, I wasn't privy to this. I did overhear one person complaining they couldn't get their cask beer quick enough because some oh, the other members of the were serving from the keg line. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I hang my head in shame. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, Steve. I'm sorry for serving the selection of drinks. Apart from that, apart yeah. from that um, that's the one complaint. Um, that's, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, and then so there was another complaint. It was too busy, cake. like we were saying before, you know. Yeah. It was too yeah. busy for them. You We'd know. rather your puppy be unsuccessful, not making your money. They all came on the bus, they all came on the bump, there we go. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I, I think they. It was a great weekend. It was, it was a, a good busy weekend, and they yeah. I was there on the Friday. I was here when they came in, and they were all happy. It was a great little buzz for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah good stuff. It created good a stuff. good atmosphere. So, um, you didn't try and sneak a keg uh, <laughs> uh, on them, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're going to have any of that. Just try yeah. this. Funny enough, just beers. Yeah. Funny enough um, one of their main ringleaders <laughs> had actually been in here when he, uh, before the award for the Heart Workshop came in. Yeah. He'd been in and was scoping the place out, and he was, we were talking about keg beer. And I, I tempted him with a, a free sample yeah. of some, mm. some of the, the craft beer. And he liked it very much, and he continued to buy some, uh-huh. even when he came along for that camera weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in front of all his camera bodies, he, he bought two thirds of a keg yeah. ale. Boom. Wow. Yeah. Shock horror. There yeah. you go. He had, he had no. Yeah. <clears throat> Hashtag revitalization. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Always craft badge of pride. Well, again, they, yeah, they, they, a go. lot of them went to Twister Barrel in Coventry and they loved it. Yeah, yeah but Key Keg technically is real ale. It is real ale, yeah. yeah. That's why I hate the I term think this craft is a whole beer. Podcast, yeah. I think it's yeah, whole yeah, 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 let's do a special on yeah. dispense yeah. methods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the term craft beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Craft. What exactly. is craft It can be cask or keg. Yeah, be bottled. It can be everything. It's everything and anything. can come in a shed if you like. So, kind of. Looking ahead, uh, and just to kind of wind things up a little bit, um, obviously everything's operating really nicely now. You've got Ringsby's op- operating as well. Is there, is there any plans for the future? Is there anything else you'd like to do? Expansion. More, yeah, expansion, extra keg lines, um, anything with, with the, you've got a bit of a garden out the back that's not really usable <laughs> at the moment. Just saying. Any, any kind of pipe dreams to kind of make this place Probably a little not. bit different or anything? Pipeline. Oh yeah, well the garden. I'd like. I would aim to get that open up next summer. Right. That, that's, okay. Probably that's got his neighbours who are going to complain, isn't it? Mm. Oh yeah. 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 So we have to go about that sensitively. The neighbour yeah. that secretly listens to beer podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we get, we've got two keg, uh, craft beer lines on at the minute. So as we pick up, you know, the reputation for that. Yeah. We wouldn't yeah. Outdoor bar. You wouldn't like roll to get out. Another, yeah. another line or two. Yeah. Have you got the room? Yeah, it can be done. It just needs we need to manipulate. So logistically, it, it can be done. Yeah. So we Number could three. potentially see lines three uh, and four running here at some yeah. point in the yeah. future. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. But we, I'm yeah, we need for some it. more people in Dark beers. drinking, yeah. and getting it well, through, and then we yeah. can make it feasible. Yeah. I mean, you're limited with with space, obviously, aren't you? And, and so, but what you can do within a small space that you've got is is quite amazing what you're doing already, really. So, yeah. look forward to kind of seeing potentially a, a beer garden maybe next summer would be yeah. would be amazing because you'd almost like double the capacity of the place, wouldn't yeah. you? Really, really, for our two weeks of good weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Make the most of it. They are available for dropping <laughs> clearing vegetation. <laughs> my point of view for that question, job. personally, yeah, this isn't technically my business. Um, if it was me, I mean, I, I would like a 
fresh start with a new venue. I mean, yeah. for me personally, yeah. that's yeah. you know well, what do you I would like to do. Do you think there's a market around here for the more experimental and the that, that kind of modern beer, if you want to call it that? Yeah. I'm a big believer in you build it and they will come. Yeah. And I when when Tom first opened up this place and obviously Gemma with it being on board as well. Most people were like, oh, that's, that doesn't sound like a good idea. And, and I, right. I personally thought, no, that will work. Because you're, you're beating the whole um, free, you know, you're, you're beating the whole model of being tied to a brewery, being mm. a, a pub that's tied to a brewery and only being able to serve free of their pub's beers. For example, you know, in a town not too far away here, from here there's a, quite a big brewery that own, you know, two or three pubs there and they mm. sell their beers, which aren't local. Yeah. From my point of view, I like to go to a pub which is free of tight, but to be freehold, and can yeah. sell beers from all over the country. Yeah. It's like a, you know, something like this. This is like a mini beer festival every week. Mm. You've got Yorkshire beers, you've got yeah. Cornwall beers, exactly, you've yeah. got Huddersfield, yeah. Huddersfield beers. Yeah. <coughs> uh, we've got Warwick beers, we've got local, we've got ones from Northampton. So from my point of view, being a beer drinker and somebody that's working in the trade, I would like to have a, a fresh spot. One. Free of tight, basically a micropub model, which I think is great. But you're not tied here, are you? No, 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 not. But you know, what, what I'm saying, personal new space. My my yeah. own space. I would. Space yeah. I'm a big believer, and I think if you do this and have the you know the gumption to do it, mm. people will come. And if you did it, in knowing what place. we know now, what we're saying yeah, is, if we were in you know in the main square and we did this with a slightly bigger premises, mm. you know, it would be it would be a real the, buzzing place to be the, the yeah. capacity is there the, we, people, we, the people are there the desire yeah. for, for well, the, good beer yeah. is there where we are in the UK there is room for extra yeah. places like this well where do we go for a beer when, we, when we've got some we, a weekend off where do we all go to go well, especially beer one, once, once you're closed here it's no but in general if you have a day off um, you go to Birmingham we go to Leeds yeah because there's, there's the interesting stuff happening yeah. so we have to get on the train for half an hour yeah. and, and yeah. you happily do that because you want to go and yeah. have nice beer Yeah. so why why wouldn't we do it in Warwick ok well I think that pretty much uh, rounds off everything we were intending to ask you guys uh, all, all, the, uh, all the best for the future well, you've passed the interview you know, you've passed the interview yeah yeah nice stuff now keep on doing what you're doing because you. it's a real real great thing for this the is town a gem. Really this is a gem yeah. this, is, and this, this is what makes yeah. Warwick so Good. Our listeners do need to get here. This is yeah. Yeah. Come along, come along. A point to mention since the things changed here with how Gemma's done the beers, you guys mm. became more. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to pop Great. in once in a while, but now because certain beers are on, you have we'll to pop it in once a week. Yeah, you know, so yeah. that's, that's it. Okie doke. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that new episodes will always appear in your podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Indeed, yeah. Please, um, please leave us a review because this really helps on iTunes. It sort of helps right. us climb the ratings and it's more visible to other people then uh, you can follow us on all the good social media feeds we're on Twitter Facebook Instagram even old fashioned email email us no one's email yeah. has anyone emailed us email. I'm sure they have yeah I must check Special it sometime and if you've got any requests for beers or breweries for us to review in the future or bars and pubs to visit please get in touch so thanks for listening people cheers cheers, cheers. bye cheers, cheers. 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 cheers.